everyone. Welcome. This is another Tuesday on the Poetry Corner. Internet Poetry Corner world. We have a lot of guests here tonight. Spit these wonderful and beautiful pieces. So I'm your host, King Atterbury. We found on Instagram, King Atterbury Inc., King Atterbury 7. So uh, look me up if you want to come through on the show. I'm going to pass off to Valerie Lorraine. She'll be co-hosting tonight where I guess. It's all yours, Valerie. Thank you, King. Uh, I would like to welcome our guests tonight. We have such a great lineup. Um, before we do that, I would like to ask you to like this channel and subscribe to it, build our community, and get notification of all of our shows. Our first guest tonight is Miss Renee, and you bring her center stage here and ask her to introduce herself to us. Miss Renee. Hello, I am Miss Renee, well, Renee Maxwell, but you'll know me on all social platforms as Reborn Soul Vibes, TikTok, YouTube, Twitter. I am a spoken word artist, influencer, and soon to be published author. I do two shows. I do Manifest and Motivate Monday. This is all Eastern Standard Time. Manifest and Motivate Monday, 8.30 to 9.30 in the morning on our Instagram, 10.30, 10 o'clock to 11 o'clock on Miss Valerie Lorraine's show. Um, I also do Purpose Power, Prep of Your Poetry. And on Tuesday morning, again at 10 o'clock, I do Testimony Tuesday. Excellent. You are definitely around and doing great things. It's so wonderful to hear. Um, I'd like to welcome you to the stage to share your poetry with us. Okay. I'm inspired to connect. So I had to demolish all fear. And I stand here asking, to just give me a moment and lend me your ear. When I give it back, my hope is that you gain wisdom. And go do your own thing with that. But allow me to give you a little boost. Just some of my love you. Some inspiration for your manifestations you've had since your youth. Because I have a spark inside. A desire to reach. To share what's in my heart. Passing with unlimited racking. And inspired to teach. I gave my trust and I was betrayed. But know that it was a must. So I'm not dismayed. Because firm foundations, they had to be laid. It's designed to build your character. And to know who you are. The lack of trust in myself is what left me with few scars. But those scars are quiet. The real matter of fact is they can become quite attractive. After I learned to craft my skills on these new deals, I applied that wisdom, held no grudges, and I made a plan to become proactive. My reactions came from hate to leave some mouths with bad taste. But my proactive, they're pre-thought. It'll provide answers before they're sought. And I know that I embody the care to let others know that I have been there. And in times I've not, I imagine myself in their spot. Pure heart will come with compassion to help others that may be crashing. My heart will bring that love and truth to help heal others so they can work that thing through. I found if I combine my gifts with my purpose, and now I love what I do. And I hope that this inspires you to go for your dreams too. Don't do it for clout. Stay focused. And don't you doubt, I thank you for your time. Now, hear your ears back, and you may have mine. Wonderful. Okay. That was, that nice. was beautiful. Like that. <clears throat> nice Great. Wonderful. 
Very good. Very good. Love this. Thank you so much for that. I would like to bring up Poet D Collection now with his wonderful array of talent. He's going to introduce himself. Welcome. Hello. So I am Demetrius Poet D Ford. Poet D is my AKA. And Poet D is collection. Poet D Collection is my brand. I um, make custom-made jewelry for men and women, beaded jewelry. My website is poetdcollection.com. I am also a author, poet, spoken word artist, recording artist. And um, I have a project that I've been rolling out uh, titled Verbal Riffs. And I have a single out from the book, Verbal Riffs, which is a book of poetry. And then it's also single music. Uh, video is also being done. So it's titled Men of Steel. And Men of Steel is the first released from the book. And that's streaming on all digital platforms. You can see it right here on YouTube. Just type in Demetrius Ford, Men of Steel. You can also uh, contact me and uh, visit me on my IG, poetdcollection.com, Facebook, Demetrius Ford. And also I will, I am about to drop a lounge, deep lounge house single title, Getting It In Over the Weekend. So um, what I would like to do for you is a poem, Men of Steel, from the forthcoming book, poetry book, Robo Rips, from the entitled project, the total project, Robo Rips. Birth of life, heart beat of life, breath of life, living of life, human life, we all have a right to life. He stands before you, a black man, expected to live up to the extremities of the civil rights leaders in their movement for the Voting Rights Act of 1965 and Civil Rights Act of 1968 including the post-Civil War constitutional amendments, proving that within a race, there are men of steel. He stands before you, a black man, expected to understand the horrors of slavery and the shame of the black man's unending pain. His history, his families, sold like cattle, mind, will, spirit, and self-worth, reduced to shackles and chains that were meant to disempower one's freedom of free will. History does disgust us, yet it lets us know of a time when the Willie Lynch papers and Jim Crow laws was an accepted lifestyle of oppression and control, a time of mental destruction and genocide on a race of people. This historical recap is not meant to rub in a white man's face of a horrendous time and hold him to crimes against the lives of the black man's historical birthright, a time that did not inhale and exhale. The living breath of I, I look at it as a sign that says to us all, remember when this time could abruptly rise again and it may not be in the color of black or white skin. Famine and poverty based on your nation, not your ethnicity, your nation. Fear tends to the spine, but not those that march and stand in a protest line under the profound signs of no justice, no peace. He stands before you. A black man, not made of steel, but made of substance, proving that he can withstand any inflicted and consistent racist pain till death parts his body and soul. The branding iron, mental contained the fight in him, stripped topless and bottomless for all to see the manifest destiny that would come to be. Human torture, castration, public and family humiliation, annihilation, a detest of his life, 
the horse to whip that ripped open skin that heals and conceals the truth about the black man's still life force will. Keeping one's eyes on the prize was the focal point of black lives that wanted a country to recognize that black people matter and march for respect, social equality, politically for judicial fairness and to be free from racial mistreatment and violence. After all this time, revenge and cries of being a blaming repressed black man is not on the masses of black men's minds. However, the truth must stay alive and the efforts of all for all who fought for freedom and equal rights cannot become unimportant history to a new generation. The young. Here they stand, young black men, and the new millennium man still blatant violent acts of racial prejudice and murder versus jail time is debated on how any one of them died of a variation in hate crimes. Here I stand, a black man, in a new millennium where black on black crime is a statistical phrase and criminology on how we view our race, respect our race, live amongst others of our race, and its phrase comes under an outrageous scrutiny within our own race. Each black male is a repeated reality of historical truth. Yet and still, there is a mixed race of young minds being bred on deception and guilt of what still exists. Taught to feel threatened and untrusting about the black man as a human being. Taught the American history of what it is to be feared about the black man who has always been viewed and treated as America's long-standing terrorist threat. So many variations of discussions about this time of the presence where there is still an ongoing fight for civil rights. There will never be an overcome for those that practice or condone various forms of racial oppression and violent acts against the race of people for a continuing preservation for the existence of pure hate. I say racism, pure hate. In the 21st century of time, America's reasoning has been decades of perpetual divisive thinking. The black man. Assumed angry at the world, hard and stern, his bound by steel armor is now birth grown. What is factual truth in the 21st century of time is that countries within nations will now come to realize the men of steel can really feel. Oh. Mm -mm -mm -mm. Real talk there, too. Yo. Thank Woo. you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you. Great job. Right. Thank you. That was powerful. I would like to welcome Preston back to the stage. He was with us the other week and he is back by popular demand. So please welcome Preston. Hello, hello. My name is Preston Touchstone. Uh, you can find me on Instagram under touchstone underscore one. You can also find me under Fred E. Freeloader. Uh, I am from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I um, have a few odds and ends as far as published things um, out on sites. Um, I have a few video poems out on YouTube. And uh, one of these days, I'll get a book out. <laughs> we welcome that. Thank you. Uh, this piece um, is called uh, Kawan Charles. There isn't much distance between Mississippi's Tallahatchie River and Louisiana's Iberia Parish. This morning, I thought about you. Just shy of 16, a casualty of war, I remember being peeved, pissed off, in perpetual protest mode, ambulating across sugarcane fields, bittersweet with blood, fresh crimson dew trickling onto stagnant leaves as the tears wept in mourning. Roots having lost their vigor, withered, a sickening shade of greenish gray where a soul once laid, a breath left bereft, absent in the breeze, a spirit glimmering bright before hate dimmed its light. 
I run warm fingers through muddy waters and it feels like 1955 again, channeling images, the ghost of Emmett Till, second coming. Similarities uncanny, black boy, lynching, mutilation, reposed, restless, still struggling in a coffin, countenances defaced, reminiscent of sphinxes disfigured in Kemet. Perhaps their killers saw the royalty inside. There it is. Way to go. Nice Wow. That's what's up. So many great lines. Thank you so much Mm. for that. Uh, everybody, I would like to welcome you once again to like and subscribe to this channel. There is also a poetry corner on Facebook. So please go ahead and check out that page. You can like and join there. If you're a poet, you're more than welcome to add your pieces to the growing number of poets who have posted on that page. I'm Valerie Lorraine, and I have a book out called Falling. This piece is going to be included in one of my future books, and it is called Salvage. Velveteen lies tumble off charmed lips, laying on the body of mediocrity, received by an enchanted heart, vexed and enslaved, gaslighting so combustible, Flowing words of adoration become obsidian. Truth bursts, shrapnel flies, the fire dies. God of stone sees the hubris of that abdicated soul. Elated, tumult indulges the air, making it heavy and burdened. Love so discordant, it's ineffable. Epic idiom replaces all sound. Wonderful. At this time, I would like to bring up our host and founder of this channel, King Atterbury. Okay. Well, before I proceed on, I would like to bring in um, Lyrically Gifted. Oh, I see. I see he just arrived. So, uh, yeah. Thank you. How y'all doing? Welcome, welcome, Lyrically Gifted Brother. We're so happy to see that you made it to the channel here. Would you like to introduce yourself to everybody? Oh, thank you all for having me. Sorry for the technical difficulties. You know, um, I'm sitting at work, as y'all can see. For those who don't know, my stage name is LGB. It stands for Lyrically Gifted Brother, the Gumbo God, Funny Point King from New Orleans. And thank you all for having me. I truly appreciate it. Uh, we're so excited that you could join us. Um, let everybody know what you have going on and where they can find you. And then please jump right into your poetry. Um. Oh, I have a couple of features coming up out here in Dallas, Texas, plus some um, competitions. I normally host a virtual open mic. I kind of took a break from that so I can focus on some other things. Um, I also have a clothing line, women empowerment clothing line that was that's inspired by my poems. My because I write women empowerment poems also. Um and I donate portions of the proceeds to a woman's shelter out here in Dallas called the Genesis Woman Shelter. It's a shelter that provides housing, clothing and food for victims of domestic violence and sexual assault. And if y'all 
like my work, you can follow me at on all social media platforms at Lyrically Gifted Brother. Across everything. Perfect. So yeah. So what uh, was it my turn? I don't it's know. It's your turn, sir. Your stage is yours. Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> um I am a walking disaster. My father was there for my childhood before police shot and killed him, so it caused me to grow up faster. But I am a train wreck. An auto accident on side the road that you slow down to see. My pain is the passion placed in my poems and I perform, making my poetry pay-per-view. My trauma is must-see TV. My tragedy is tasty. My depression delicious. My wounds are self-inflicted. I want to do drugs, but too afraid to put them to my lips because they might get addicted to me, not me to them. Addicted to the tears that run laps around the tracks of my arms and face. Around happy people, I feel like a dial-up modem in a house filled with high-speed internet out of place. My moods change quicker than a wannabe gangster on the first 48 being pressed by law enforcement. If don't talk to me today was a business brand, I'd be a walking endorsement. Five out of seven days, I choose depression over violence. My silence is me locking my anger in a rib cage while you assume, oh, he just sitting quiet. No, I've decided to let you make it. Sadness stomps on the spine of my smile over and over, paralyzing my joy until it breaks it. Tomorrow is a bit tone. The teeth being spit from my mouth. How can I care about the next day when this one is a six foot grave depression has buried me in alive and I'm still trying to climb out, claw my way to freedom. My demons are the oppositions of my guardian angels that beats them unmercifully, then whispers, you don't need them. But I do. I'm tired of my shadow and four walls being the only ones I talk to because all they do is listen, never respond back, can't give advice on being a six foot two man that's depressed and black, trying to hold on to his sanity with only his palms, no fingers, no matter how many times I spray the scent of my daughter's smile in the air, the stench of depression still lingers. Waking up on some days is a disappointment, an unanswered prayer, but for some reason, God sees my light being dimmed by the darkness of my downs and decides you still have work to do here. You still have purpose. You see, depression is a traveling act filled with acrobats that sends your mental health tumbling midair, but you are still the ringleader of this circus. So when depression turns ventriloquist and uses the hands of heartache to dominate your mind, body, and soul, remember you are in control. So step in the boxing ring of your life, lace up your boots and gloves, and remember, even if you are not ready for the it cannot always be night. So fight because your only option in this war is to win it. And remember, depression merely adopted your darkness, but you was born in it. Gumbo, go. Thank y'all. Right now. Wonderful. Brilliant. Yes. All right. I'm your host, 
King Atterbury, author of 16 books, published the poetry on Amazon. And this is my piece called Thank You. Excuse the hug, embrace the handshake, this is man-made. Nowadays, my fans wave a banner with the name displayed. Soldier of society, people variety of my poetry. No holographic reality, notice these ancient entities. Forces in life kidding me, watch the door of entry. My mystery is your misery, kaleidoscope delivery. Mixed pieces of puzzles, I hustle from out the rubble. These times of trouble before it was muffled, why even cuddle? Other me is double parallel to what they tell you. Tailor suit, short sleeve, t-shirt, the shoes dirt proof. ATM fresh, the account over 100. Work my ass off, stomach full, I'm never hunching. So many be lunching off soups and tossed salads. Honey sung me a ballad, I challenged it. King status. Mirage of assumption, thoughts appear from nowhere. Only glares of stairs or particles from the atmosphere. Unknown to others of speech, seeking to reach. A fleet that hold commanders and chiefs, they kill a breach. Wars on, play the song, written songs, bear your arms. Present the charm, ring alarms, word is born. You can't go wrong. King. King status. That's the way to do it. Thank you. Lovely. Appreciate everyone for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone, I hope that you're enjoying the poetry so far. We've got more rounds coming with each of these poets. Please do make sure that you follow them on their um Instagram, their Facebook, their TikTok, whatever handles they've thrown out there for you, they're definitely worth it. This is just a sample of what they're capable of bringing you. Miss Renee, back to you. Miss Renee, we can't hear you. Because I still had it on mute. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) So now I'm trusting myself more in store is the poem and I am loving this inside tour it actually showed me a view of what my divine has in store I had been here before at different stages of my life but I didn't shop the other departments because I only shopped the section called wife but this time I decided I was going to go inside and I saw this bright blinking sign and it read life it actually sat above the wife's sign. And I'm not sure if it was ever there before or if it's here now by design. And it was making me yearn for so much more. And I noticed it this time, brighter than ever. So I decided I was going to explore past that old store because the owner, he's quite clever. See, I'm led by the rock. And when God seemed to turn back the clock, I did not follow the flock. So he opened up his stock. He installed his ATM within, and he told me, you have no limits to spend. You can have what your heart's desire. (laughs) Grateful. I made a whole list, and I became inspired. I accept, and I will enjoy this shopping spree. And when I come back, I got permission to bring a whole tribe along with me. You see, I found jewels for my thought loss crown. I found frowns. I already know how to turn them upside down. I found necklaces and beads. I found new friends with needs and good deeds. Beautiful dresses, gowns, and mini skirts. A fitting room to relieve people hurt. For every item that I was confronted, there was a heart's desire that I wanted. And any questions that I had, the answers, tagged, and then bagged. The first time I tried on anything, it actually fit to a T. And that's when I realized this great store that I was in was inside of me. 
Love that piece. Absolutely love that piece. That was phenomenal. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, you're more than welcome. Poet Mm -hmm. D, we're coming back to you. All right. So, hello, hello, hello. So I would like to uh, give each of you a piece of my soul. I went to the banks of the waterfront, not with thoughts of ending it all. I went to the banks of the waterfront to question why I feel cursed with the life of self-doubt. I went to talk to my God and question things that I haven't been able to figure out. I went to the banks of the waterfront to think and peace to understand why in so many ways I give pieces of my soul and get nothing in return. So many times I raise my head to the sky and I take deep breaths to relieve my troubled mind. So many times I just want to touch it, disappear into its space and imagine the beauty and serenity of being in a better place in God's grace. How can I touch the sky while heaven is on my mind and remain there for a while when I am feeling alone in my heart and home? I can read the word of my God, understand first and come correct on things that are wrong in my life. I can walk the walk and talk the talk, but for who? If not for myself and if for myself, how long? How can I touch the sky while heaven is on my mind and remain there for a while to escape these troubled times? This profiting from lost minds, rise above and see how this world should be. I can stay out of the character I used to be and not get caught slipping as my thoughts and actions would shun any hope of heaven and what is strife would condemn me day and night. Confidence and fear is how my life has been. And in this crossroad of complexity, I keep heaven on my mind so that I don't have to wipe away tears or regrets from my eyes. Unethical desires, inadequate feelings, contending with demons, saboteur of my own blessings. This is how I get through life. I part with my soul and self-medicate on what is pleasing, releasing, and fulfilling. All the while knowing that the conclusion is emptiness and in the mood of my solitude, nurse scars so deep that through the blessing of poetry is how I see peace. It's how I be at peace. It's how I feel when I look at the reflection in the mirror. That is me. I keep heaven on my mind for better days of faith as reasons why I need to seek all strengths through my God. I look not only at the man that I am, but the man I want to be. I strive for the collective of me and I share it through prayer and openly in poetry by giving each of you a piece of my soul to return to me when I need to be whole because there are times when I cannot soul search on my own. Doing unto others as they have done unto me. Blindly casting misguided stones on those that live the way I do. Get by the way I do. Sleep restless the way I do. Hurt the way I do. Love the way I do. I choose not to look down on others in order to feel good about myself the way that others do and seek friendships in false smiles and ignore what I sense in unkind eyes. How can I touch the sky while heaven is on my mind and remain there for a while when it seems I can only keep my head above the depths of hardship just enough to breathe? 
I can believe the word of my God without having an alternative up my sleeve, not reaching for strength on my own self-righteous terms. I can and take his food for thought straight to the heart, give in and come unto him the way that I am. An imperfect man. Each of you now has pieces of this man. Maybe you can be my lungs and continuously breathe life into me. Maybe you can be my legs and keep me standing tall after an emotional long haul. Maybe you can think for me whole, not pieces of thoughts. Maybe you can sit idly by, interpret my restless sighs, and procrastinate on reasons why I feel like falling off this time. Maybe you can return words I once said to you and be the connected tissue that holds my body and soul together and without realizing it, see me through. Maybe, just maybe, you could keep this man from going to pieces. This is why I give each of you a piece of my soul to return to me when I need to be whole, as each of you can be my partner in the brotherhood of prayer, because through the blessing of poetry, there are so many things with you in this poem I have shared. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. What a beautiful piece of your soul you just gave us. Thanks. Thank you so Thank much. Thank my brothers. Thank you. Okay. We're going to go back to Preston now. Okay. This piece is called uh, Eternal. Lit from the beginning, when ancients first spit syllables into sentences, phrases framing worlds into existence, we, the recipients, timeless, relentless, universal travelers of the fourth dimension, earthbenders and soul pushers, descendants of middle passage martyrs and miracles, spirits angled upwards. See, we go back like rocking chairs, day trippers tipping over big dippers with fiery tongues, teeth clenched, rage raised up like fists tempers flaring, ready to war against enemies and adversaries, creation steppers rising from the womb, choosing the shadiest side of the sun to chill on, in between hiatuses, bawling out on Jupiter's moons, celestial hoopers, shooting threes into Saturn's rings, swish, nothing but net, rocking ice-encrusted rims, crispy crossovers, crisscrossing across orbits, it's all in the wrist, black holes exposed, gravity zero, together Propagating the swag of our people, the peace, the lineage, keeping the universe in order, still here from its inception and always persevering. Listen to that. Tell it like it is, bro. Tell it like it is. All right. Mm. All right. Fantastic. Thank you so much. Okay, well, um, I was going to bring up Lyrically Gifted Brother next, but he has left the building hopefully just momentarily so i will jump in here uh, this is called secret we ache in secret hide our pains paste a smile on our face seal the past in our veins no one knows the moments shedding the tears crying against pillows the bleeding of scars releasing those fears bottled mm -hmm. away buried for days kept from many, possibly shared with a few, wondering why it had to happen, giving the situation more than it's due. We ache in secret. It's not a gift for this world to know 
my turmoils and boundaries or how far down the darkness I have twirled. My eyes hold discord. There is laughter and light. There is also a disaster. I am only too happy to keep from your sight. To share with you is not a common gift. It is saved back from view. You wonder why? Mm -hmm. To save myself, to save my life, not in consideration of you. We ache in secret, not sharing those frames, the things that nearly kill you. It just maim the mind, the catastrophe, not meant to thrill. No, I am not your entertainment. My distress should not be what you seek. I am not a Hollywood ending. I'm not the happily ever after feature of the week. We ache in secret. I am not alone. The way I was done took its place in me, setting future pitch and tone. I am a survivor with a dark history. I will carry a burden, but I won't let it bury me. I am not alone in this world. I ache in secret. We ache in secret. It conceived that debt. This beautiful dreamer keeps hope alive. I wonder if you live in regret for what you tried to take from me was what I kept. We ache in secret. Valerie Lorraine. I like that. I love that. All right now. All right now. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Incredible. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Everyone, I would like to welcome you once again to like this channel and to subscribe to it so that you get notified of all future shows. At this time, I'm going to be bringing uh, Miss Renee Reborn Soul Vibes back up to the screen for another piece. Oh, welcome, welcome, just in time. Um, so this is not Reborn. This is not Miss Renee. This is Lyrically Gifted Brother. Welcome back, sir. Oh, we your mic seems muted. Yeah, thank y'all. I'm fighting with this technology, so I'm gonna just get to it. Okay. To the co-workers, that's a heartbeat, a blank of an eye, a breath away from getting their butts whipped. You see, I'm I'm from a beautiful island called Naka, you Alta, and I'm about to book you a first-class trip. All expenses paid, so don't worry about the cost, and it's a plus two. So bring your gossiping, messy friend, and I will boss, because you are doing too much. And the problem is, you think that outside these walls, you can't be touched, dealt with, handled, placed in the trunk of a car, driven to the swamps, and fed to the alligators in Louisiana after your bodies are dismantled. This member, this foes, this is for the people that got them co-workers that make you hate everything about them from the air they breathe all the way down to their clothes. I feel your pain, misery, and grief, how we manage to put out with the morons sitting next to us is beyond belief. However, I know what it is. Some of us need our job because we have kids, a dog, a turtle, a rabbit, a parrot, bills, and just don't want to be in jail for some idiot we didn't have to kill. And y'all know the ones I'm talking about. They work every year always dirty, but they offering food from their house. They leave work early, but they always late. They take two-hour lunches and about 40 smoke breaks. They microwave food that funks up the room. Then they come to work smelling like they done sprayed the entire bottle of Kelowna perfume. Got the entire building wanting to throw up. Look, Connor, I got a question. 
You ever had a dream? Your coworker ties came off their car. It exploded. They died, but you knew it was a dream because they still managed to show up. That made you mad too. And how about the one that think that they your boss always trying to tell you what to do? Can you take this phone call? Can you take? Can you take this report? Can you clean her? Break room before you go home. Look, if you don't leave me alone, I'm going to break every part of my foot off in your ass. They're going to scream world star when they walk past. Now, I don't know about y'all, but I don't condone violence. When I go to work, I want to be left alone in my peace, my zen, my silence. So don't ask me to smile or what's wrong with me because you know doggone well we do not speak. So keep your good mornings and details about your night because you a hiccup away from getting beat down on site. Translation real quick. And for the ones that feel like mm, well, all my coworkers like me, newsflash, boo-boo, you the one who but they want to whip. You see, I'm handing out life's lessons, so tomorrow just let me be, and I promise you, I won't say nothing to you, and don't you say nothing to me. Have a blessed day. Thank y'all. <laughs> That was funny. He is definitely yeah. lyrically gifted and he definitely, definitely brings all aspects of poetry. So I am going to bring Miss Renee up. And before you spit, Miss Renee, I'm wondering if you could answer this question for us. Describe to us briefly your love of poetry. Describe to you why I love poetry. Your love of poetry. I'm in love with poetry ah, because it's the gift that keeps on giving. Mm. I can give it and I can receive it and I never can run out of poems. So it's it's everlasting. It's healing. It's comforting. It's uh, right now the center. I'm in love with poetry. So that's my husband right now. So, yeah. Mm, lovely. Thank you for that. Um, the stage is yours. Looking forward oh, to another thank you. Thank you. This one's called Dig Deep. Listen to your spirit to renew your mind. Because if you change your perspective, you can change your timeline. Take your mind back to where you first begin to doubt. And remember your pure spirit. That's what this life's about. Because if you ever feel stuck, restricted in your mind, somewhere in there, fear was installed and it's dimming your shine. Installing yourself that you have abundance of wealth. You're strong in your spirit, your mind, and your health. But take care of yourself and yourself will take care of you. But you got to tap deep within to unriddle that clue and how to. It can be done in silence with music, crystals, and stones. But no social media distractions, no text messages, emails on your phone. The best thing about this is for you and you alone. It could bring up some dirt, some joy, and past hurts. But your higher vibes will diminish all of those glooms from the tomb. It'll illuminate your future, make you analyze your past. But you will appreciate your right now and its blueprint in your past. It may not be all that pretty. Sometimes it could get a little gritty. But if you dig deep to your core, you'll see how high you can soar. You'll gain purpose of self and recognize true abundant wealth. I can tell you this one thing. My heart now dances and it sings. But it has nothing compared to the peace that it brings. 
I'm excited. And I want to show the whole world how you can grow in your wisdom, your power, your wealth, your health. And it all stems from within yourself. So I strongly encourage you, go for this life that you seek. But ground your spirit. Stay strong. Be still. Listen. And dig deep. All right, so we are going to bring Poet D back to the stage, and I'm going to ask you to answer the same question. Tell us about your love of poetry. Oh, goodness. So my love of poetry, uh, it definitely was a life changer for me. Um, it's um, a time when I was soul searching and um, my head was clear. My head was clear, clean, you know, um, no partying going on. And again, as I said, I was soul searching and um, I was led to poetry. I even did prayer. I, you know, I, mean, I was book of Psalms, prayer candles, and I was led to poetry. And um, I always say um, I was given a poet's spirit. And so what comes out of me is from the God above. Oh, and I just like to, and so I do what I do as a poet. <laughs> well, thank you for that. That's excellent. Um, thank you so much for that. The stage is yours. Okay, so uh, this piece is also um, the next single uh, from the Verbal Riffs project and also a poem in the Verbal Riffs book of poetry, forthcoming Verbal Riffs book of poetry. And this is titled Negritude. And Negritude, I want to take this opportunity to reach, um, oh my goodness, just as many people, especially the black community, um, that's who this is directed to with the black community, about our use of the N-word. Man, I tell you the N-word. How long does it take for a, um, a newborn black baby boy to be called, to be labeled? a nigger by his parents. There was a time in the education system when black children learned to adapt to the situation of having their black skin looked upon as detestable. Slavery branded the name nigger slash Negro. Minstrel shows branded the name spooks and we agreed with the words colored people as a socially acceptable description of our skin color. We profoundly began to wear the names Afro-Americans, though some of us didn't agree with that because it was said they weren't born in Africa and an Afro is a hairstyle. As black children, we learned the history of our ancestor struggles. We were taught to love what is seen from head to toe. We began judging one another's characters and actions by placing ourselves in stereotype groups based on how black, dark brown, light brown, light bright, and nearly white our skin color may be. The fight for jobs and equal rights made it possible to go from a lower to middle class style of living. Once we could afford to wear silver, golden diamonds on a daily basis, the statement made our insolent attitudes bigger than history. There was one act we were taught under no circumstances is acceptable. That is being called a nigger. A word that is more demeaning than the way it's delivered from the mouth of racism, but presently used proudly amongst us black people to 
greet each other, to stigmatize our manhood. Black women referring to the masculinity in their men, parents calling their sons little niggas, and now some of the women refer to themselves as this, and the terminology is now socially acceptable in Africa. We are precarious in calling each other a word whose origin is from the bile of hate, not knowing there is an alternative word to express the dignity in our Negro heritage that has a more positive meaning to declare and give respect to your fellow brothers. It is negritude. I've never heard it used, and by that I'm amused at the lack of the use of this powerful rebel tool as I got schooled by research. I search for reasons why our culture is so blind to be keeping such a horrible era alive by contributing to a murderous message that says we ought to be slain in a merciless way that inflicts more suffering than a slaughterhouse. I doubt this is the concern of what our children learn and the supposedly positive message in rap lyrics that say we are niggas because that is the way it is and that is the way we live and this glamorizes ghetto life. We say keep hope alive, <laughs> but there are reasons why we must rise. We must rise above our own identity crisis, lost in our own created world of niggas and bitches, ripping off one another to have more riches for show as if the world doesn't know that the cultural self-esteem is truly low in the ghetto. Old and young, we stand by with wide smiles as other races like to imitate us. So they depict us in fashion, speech, gesture, music videos, social media. We prove too senseless to know that we are approving and applauding a modern day minstrel show. Proud to imitate us but not live like us while socially harmlessly referring to our acceptance as niggas. Proud to imitate us but not live like us while socially harmlessly referring to our acceptance as niggas. I wonder, how is it that we as black people and every nationality that is born and arrives in this country has that infamous negrophobia mentality of those niggas in the night? So if you want to laugh in the face of racism with a Negro heritage attitude, be about and talk about negritude. Rule over hate. Educate. Rule over hate. Self-educate. Rule over hate. Negritude. Rule over hate. Poem. <laughs> All right. Preach, that was deep and powerful, brother. Oh, Thank you. Thank Give you a wave of the fist, brother. <laughs> Listen, that, that is cause for some big snaps. That was amazing. Yeah, too, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was a great piece. Thank you Thank so you. much for sharing that. That's amazing. Um, Preston, we're going to come to you, and I'm going to ask you the same question and give you the chance to let us know. Tell us about your love of poetry. Well, I mean, simply put, poetry has been the best way I've found to express these these crazy thoughts and aspirations raging in my head. It's as simple mm. as Understood. <laughs> Very <laughs> relatable. With that, the stage is yours, sir. Okay, so I'm going to piggyback off my brother that just left the stage. He'll he, he a rough act to follow, but... Mm -hmm. um, I, I have a piece that's kind of dealing with the same topic, but a little differently. Um, so he inspired me so much, I decided to move it up. So I'm going to go ahead and try to try to follow up on him. Uh, this piece is called The N-Word, and it uh, sounds like this. Some say how absurd that we would choose to use, take ownership of a word so profane and disrespectful to address ourselves 
ignorance or perversion of its original intent. In Portuguese, negro, Spanish for black, from the Latin negrum, akin to night, N-G-R, embedded in the root, north of Niger, like the river raging, south of Nigeria, West Africa, homeland, the continent, the lineage, images of slave castles assailed by slave ships, those who enslaved, corrupting the language, substituting vowels, imbuing negative connotations, spewing hatred, deconstructing our worth. No, I am not your nigger, nor your negro, uppercase, lower, or variations thereof. Never mind notions of antiquated misnomers, not colored, not coon, or jigaboo. Noxious nomenclature of names thrust upon us, not bastard child or second son. Tragic nostalgia repeated ad nauseum, but that was then. I refuse to bend. Never, neither, not now or ever, nowhere, near me. I am not that, nor will I be. Hear me. Turn the page, please. Let's take it back to when black was sacred, natural, Nubian, antediluvian, emanating out of miles of antiquity, representations of God, derivative of divinity. Perhaps someday it can be that again. Wonderful. 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 Great follow-up. Wonderful. Solid, man. Solid. That was a great follow-up. Brilliant. Yes. I'm going to bring up Lyrically Gifted Brother again. I'm going to ask you, tell us about your love of poetry. Oh, my love for poetry, honestly, when I first learned I could inspire and motivate people and also make them laugh through my work, that's one of the reasons why I really do write the way I write to help people get through their everyday life. You know, either it's through something that, something that they're probably going through or just need, just need to laugh. Oh, Lord, hold on, Jesus. <laughs> They hung up. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, I'm about to. I was gonna turn that by a dollar. I answered that phone, but yeah, that's, that's yeah, that's basically my love forward, just to inspire, uplift, and make other people happy. Brilliant! Thank you so much for that. Stage is yours, sir. Excited to hear what you might come up with. Okay. We met on a day of love, Valentine. You hugged me as if I was your destiny and you would be mine. Looking through your amber eyes of glass, you were perfect, so perfect, that if I had to wait a lifetime to lay next to you, it would be worth it. But I was lottery, lucky, blessed. After a day of meeting, I laid next to you as your head made pillow out of my chest. You talked, I listened, about past relationships and your ex. Newfound friendships and hope that love would come next. And honestly, I wanted the same. You made me feel so plush and cuddly when you gave me a pet name. Then one night, after a year of dating, the man who introduced us got into a fight with you. As tears skydive from your eyes, I, I look for the answers to the questions of what did I do to cause a bomb and a man to detonate in a public place, make his anger follow GPS directions ending in a head-on collision with the innocence of your face. You cry. I searched party for words to console you. Lord knows I tried, but I found none. Then, days later, we were awakened by a phone call from him. 
begging and pleading to never do it again. You forgave. And then a week later, he moved in. And at first, things were better. But I knew they would fall apart and did they ever. Too many nights, he turned the bedroom into boxing ring, the shelf where I slept turned front row seat into a violent fight between a monster and a woman he claimed to love. After each fight, the fabric of my fur soaked up your tears and blood with every hug. I wish I was alive to protect you, but would I be enough? I should have been born grizzly instead of an animal that is stuffed, but I am just a teddy bear, a Valentine's Day gift. Love and space should have been the only thing we shared, not the stitches and our lips. I wish I could replace the bones in your body with the cotton that's stuffed in mine. Then your heart would be the only thing being broken over time. I wish I was a different bear like Winnie the Pooh. Then he'd be reminded of how honey sweet he treated you, how he was yogi, and you was the picnic basket that he desired. But over time, his flaming fist burned down the forest of your relationship. Not even Smokey could prevent that fire. But one day, self-love and courage will overpower fear. And that will be the last time he ever hit you. Just promise me, the first chance you get, you will run and never look back, even if it means I cannot come with you. Thank y'all. Now there's some fire. Solid, solid, solid. Thank you All so right, much brother. for that. And he is at work. <laughs> All right. So um, as we approach our time here, um, I am going to give the mic back to Miss Renee for her next piece. And whoops, let me just see. Okay. Ah, there we go, Miss Renee. Excellent. Hi. This one's called Strength. <clears throat> See, I listen to your words, but now I'm also going to watch your actions. And I have to sit back and compare the two to make sure they're both matching. Or is it just a small breadcrumb fraction? I'm not only going to hear what you say, but what does you say resonate? I mean, are we really here to love, trust? Respect, really connect, or imitate, infantry, steal the key to the gate. Disrespect, disconnect, and then jet. Do I have to go home, analyze all these connections? Sage, pray, spray for protection. I'm going to continue to listen to my intuition because my third eye is wide open, and I'm going to have to test that spirit to make sure I don't get played out of my position. And that's the permission to stand up for myself and not put my dreams, feelings, my mind, my body, all these gifts on a shelf, waiting for somebody else to dust me off. See, when I didn't value myself, that came at a high cost. And when I sat in that space too long, whoop, I was almost lost. <laughs> so I stand in my truth and I don't need no proof. I'm authorized to say how I feel. No harm meant, but there's going to be some feelings bent. But from my heart, to my maker, he knows the deal. And these are words from the wise because I was stripped of all my pride. And as long as I know that the divine has the will, then I accepted his instructions. And I will reveal my purpose, power, and prep with some pep in my step. With depth, you can bet. But let me spill that Isaiah 40, 
31. It's real. Woo! Miss Renee, listen to that. Right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring you back up to the stage for a straight. second because I have a quick question for you. So, Miss um, Renee, if you don't mind letting me know, when you think of your art, do you, would you say that um, life imitates art or art imitates life? Mm -hmm. oh, you Can you repeat that again? Yeah, I said, when you think about the work that you produce, would you say that art imitates life or life imitates art? Uh, <laughs> I think life is art. There you go. Yes. Life is art. Thank you. That's a good answer. Thank you so much. All right, everybody, I am going to bring up Poet D. We are on our last round here, going around the circle, and here you go. So so a lot of words have been said about all the poets, wonderful, great words. I'm so glad to be here with everyone. Uh, what I'm about to do for you is title Words Are, and Words Are is also on YouTube. So you can see um, a lot, me perform with a live band doing Words Are. Just type in Demetrius Ford uh, with natural selection, or just type in Demetrius Ford, Words Are. You'll see me in all white standing in front of a microphone. And Words Are is in the verbal riffs poetry, prose, and spoken word forthcoming book. On a night like this, my words come as celestial gifts, igniting your endorphins into insight. Each syllable appears throughout the universal bright. How many souls will they touch tonight? You have yet to hear the verbal thrashing of me. This is not the first and nor will it be the last time I speak my piece. I only ask that you understand these words that are not perfectly planned to make you hoop and holler for my grandstand. When I speak, I'm a preacher's muse. Some say my voice is the Lord's ark and my message is the stock that feeds hearts. I come to nurture your minds, plant and sow seeds that were carried throughout your heritage bloodline. I don't claim to redefine poetry. It defines me. It can't be tallied up to say who's the best and who sucks. It's not a night of verbal potluck to be claimed on or to put an individual on the throne. Words speak for all of us at some point in time. Together in agreement and in sequential order, our heads nod. Words of verbal expressions that describe, explain, and sustain the meaning of life. Words toss and turn and get tangled up in the yarn of my brain tissue. Weaving sentences and paragraphs from woven once spoken words. My words are delivered to you in a poetic cocktail for you to taste. And in a haste, you will be as an alcoholic wine connoisseur asking for more of my words. That becomes a cerebral steroid to absorb as sustenance for your brain, containing you in a participle frame of mind, while at the same time you ride the riptide of my words. Slang and metaphor, predatorily coming to you on all fours. Silently they seek, loudly they speak to you as prose teasers and grammatical leaders. My words are delivered to you in a poetic cocktail for you to taste. And in the haste, you will be as an alcoholic wine connoisseur asking for more. They make love like war. Your emotion and composure are explored as each spoken breath unrest, undress, and digest your interests. Word origin and analogies, propositioning you to construe in a critic seat. Your criteria, my phraseology, must meet. Words stretch to the far reaches of the earth, and every day we give birth to new ones, and we lose some that become unmentionable words. Words of man, words of woman, words can nurture or destroy a life. 
Words are as deadly as a screwdriver in the kidneys, penetrating and twisting, weakening, draining, containing, and rendering you lifeless. From the tongue, words cut like a knife, traveling on a verbal barge. Words are seeable, conceivable, and teachable, addictive, permissive, they're able to direct to a common center and communicate decisions. I say words are reachable, seeable, conceivable, and able to... <laughs> I think I just lost that track, that train of thought. <laughs> Words are ingredients of the soul that flow like melt water. Words mean so much. Words mean so little. Words are removable labels that peel off when the inconceivable is no longer believable. If you embrace the word and feel the word, invest in the word and become the word, you will find words are, words are, words are, words are poetry. I'm going to break it down for you. Words are poetry. I'm going to break it down for you. If I were a butterfly, a black butterfly, I would be etched in a crew blue and you'd want to catch me and attempt to touch the silk of night. I hem the sky with rotary dyes fluttering my crepe paper wings and bring you instant happiness within my erratic flight and outlining window to the other side of celestial wonder. Words are words are poetry. Demetrius, I wanted to ask you the same question. Mm -hmm. When you think of your artwork, your poetry, do you believe that life imitates art or art imitates life? I think that art imitates life. Mm. Brilliant. Thank you for that. Mm -hmm. All You're right. Welcome. I'm going to bring up now Preston. There we go. Okay. Thank you. Uh, this piece is called a quick piece. This is called Soul Music. Mm -hmm. I be jazz. I be funk. I be blues. I be black soul music coursing through bones, the beat, the cool. I be calypso and the clave lighting the fuse. I be black radio, turn up the volume. I be the ride of rhythm making you sweat, causing necks to snapping and hips to shaking. I be hip hop and bebop, the bap, the boom. I be the pause, the clap, the snare head pop. Neo soul, the gospel shout. I be the holla and the ham bone, distant dialect and down home folk form. I be the cutting of step, the old soft shoe. I be the swoon of history, black soul music. Right. Oh, sir, listen right. to that. I know that's right. Brilliant. I'm going to ask nice. you the same question. When you think of your work, do you believe that art imitates life or life imitates art? Oh, art imitates life. Absolutely. Brilliant. Thank you, sir. Thank you. I am now going to bring Lyrically Gifted Brother back to the screen and get him to give us another piece. I am not just a poet. I am a fan of poetry. My favorite poem was written by every young lady in this world and it's titled being a woman in a misogynistic world while still showing them who she be. She, she 
she be solar eclipse, sunset, and sunrise. Heaven's angel halo above head with wings disguised under the armor that is her skin. She be masculine and feminine with scorn. She be hell's fire and fury. This world is her court. She be executioner, judge, and jury. She be scripture, biblical Bible blessed. She be G-O-D with or without the D-E-S-S. She puts the God and goddess. She be soldier, no army fatigues. When it comes to getting her goals accomplished, she be faith. She give no worries if anyone else believes in her or her vision. Every move she make is meticulous, methodical. She maneuvers with precision. And when she twerks in a club, it doesn't mean she lacks class. It just means she got that drink in her system feeling good and felt like shaking it fast. She demands the space. No need to dance behind her. She be anti-Trump, anti-anybody thinking they can grab her by the vagina because when it comes to disrespect, she doesn't take it. When addressing her, use the name she gave you because she'll be like, who you calling a trick? Her integrity is life. So please understand if you ever try and take that you will catch them hands. She be woman, be coming into her own, the living proof that if you strive for success, you can sow seeds in the soil of Southside Chicago and a first lady can be born. She be the woman's rights movement that won't go quietly into the night, the candidate for the governor of Georgia that won't go down without a fight. She be white, she be black, she be Mexican, Muslim, Asian, African, and she still be queen. And if you ever try and take that, she be like, hold on, what you mean? She be the day of reckoning this world won't see coming. She be warrior, protector, provider, savior, survivor, mother, daughter, she be woman, gumbo, go. Thank y'all. Listen to that. Fantastic. Like rock on, brother. Rock on. Like that. Like that. Listen, I have the same question for you. When you think about your work, do you believe that art imitates life or life imitates art? I think art imitates life because a lot of mm -hmm. stuff I've seen and hear, read about, and go through, it motivates me and inspires me to write about it. So, yeah. That's just from my creative opinion. Well, and that's good because we were asking just you. <laughs> okay. I would like to thank all of our guests tonight. It has been such an incredible show. So much great poetry. I would also like to take the moment to thank our wonderful producer who is not on screen, Quentin. He does all of the scene changes and makes sure everybody's audio and camera is working and makes the show seamless for us. I would also like to thank our host, King, who I'm going to bring up in just one second. I just want to um, remind everyone, please uh, subscribe to this channel, like it, make sure that you get notified of all of the shows that are upcoming. Also go to Poetry Corner on Facebook and join that page so that you can see more poets some who have been on the show, some who may come on the show, but definitely share in the poetry there. Please also follow these poets on the um, platforms that they have outlined. They are more than capable of sharing so much more with you, and you definitely want to be involved in that. I'm Valerie Lorraine. I've been co-hosting with you, and I'm going to turn the show over now to our main host, King Atterbury.
Thank you, Valerie. What a wonderful and beautiful job you've done tonight. Thank I you. appreciate having these wonderful poets on here, spitting spectacular poetry. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, it was like right? ferocious cadences and flows. So <clears throat> I want to thank y'all and um, I'll be scheduling everything back. You know what I mean? To marry you back into action. So I'm going to close the show out tonight, but also I want to say I want to thank all the Facebook and YouTube watchers and listeners out there for your undivided attention. So this is a piece I titled Double Wires. Connectivity, a trinity, releasing whatever is untamed. Love inside the same lane together as one main frame. Making things happen like a captain controlling action. Compass with compassion built solid from Manhattan. Beautiful fiance overwhelmed when I'm at the helm. Jealousy better be six feet under the earth realm. Another height inside of a good morning, also heaven's night. Living life with future wives is wrong. They feel it's right. No leaves, I only breeze and breathe off telepathy. Making our own history differently, I'm the winter tree. Two for one special, bring vibes within our trilogy. The conscious representative, give her unclaimed energy. Different type of thriller, no monkey, business gorilla. Antics beyond standards, manners with no filter. The finisher, the closer, automatic body motor. No barriers, open disclosure, memorandum in the folder. King. There it is. Thank you. Way to go, sir. Appreciate, appreciate everyone tonight. And as I said to YouTube and Facebook watchers out there, we'll be back next Tuesday. See y'all soon. Have a good night. Peace. Good night. Love The Poetry Corner. Conversation.